1: So, Nick, uh, we have an episode with a difference today.
0: Mostly because I've forgotten yet again to bring a joke to the table and I just got a vox from our mate Tom to tell me how good my jokes were, I might add.
1: Uh, how much are you let paying you down, Coxie? How much are you paying him?
0: <laughs> None at all and I've let him down. I'm sorry, Tom.
1: Well, we, um, we didn't have to pay today's guest. Uh, we probably scared him a bit. But... Uh, <laughs> We've we've actually dragged someone into the virtual studio here at Tradies in Business, fresh from the stage. He's actually a little bit famous in his hometown after recently doing something that we talk a lot about here at Tradies in Business and on the podcast. Um, we have our own version of this at Tradies in Business. We're joined by none other than the award-winning Damien Godden from Shift Electrical Services today. Welcome to the show, Damien. Thanks, well, Waz and Nick. How you going? Uh,
2: yeah, long time listener. It's uh, it's awesome what you guys do. I've listened to you guys from before I started my business, and you guys are a massive inspiration and uh, helped me kind of refine the way I wanted to set out and um, and have our customer service kind of outlay and the kind of attitude and the idea i wanted to bring to to shift electrical so yeah i'm I'm stoked to be on the the podcast it's uh it's a cool feeling i feel like i already kind of know you guys so it's kind of weird but um yeah thanks for having me on
0: so, I and mean, i'm just going to take that segment that you just said and i'm going to play it to my children every day because <laughs> they don't listen to what i say you're <laughs> telling me you listen to what we say and not only do you listen you actually go and implement what we say so i'm just going to beat them around the head with your statement now thank you very much
1: <laughs> no worries Nick, you just need to record it, put it onto iTunes or Spotify and have them find it organically and then they'll pay attention to you.
0: They're not going to listen. <laughs> so it's, just
2: a, it's a one-episode playlist on repeat in the house. Subliminal. Yeah, Absolutely. that's
1: right. That's I'll play right. it while
0: they're sleeping. They won't even know.
1: <laughs> so, Damien, we'll obviously talk about business awards and that sort of stuff as as we've alluded to at the top of the episode. Um, but take us back. Uh, you, you said something there which really... Pricked my ears up, which is that you were listening to us before you started your business. And we have heard that a couple of times here at the Traders in Business podcast. So, can you tell us what you were doing before? Like, what was a give our listeners a bit of the journey of Damien from, uh, you know, maybe I don't know, like 10 years of age. You don't have to go all the way back, right? But uh, give <laughs> yeah, all the juicy cool. bits and, you know, how'd you get into business, the, the whole story?
2: Yeah, cool. Um, so, I'm 28. Um, I'm a twin, but fraternal, not identical, so no telekinesis or <laughs> anything cool like that. Um, and my brother Tyson, he actually started an electrical apprenticeship around the same time I did too, and we were was in the same TAFE class together and everything. Uh, I remember there was one uh, module where I can't remember what the task was, but you had to like make a demo company and and do something rather. And I've come up with the pipe dream of uh, Twin and Earth Electrical. And I thought that would be a cool Ah. idea to one day be in business with him. Um, For those who don't know, Twin and Earth is like the common three-core cable used to run all your your lighting and power. Um, But yeah, he gave it a good crack for two, two and a half years, but it just didn't gel. Um, So he's now in the music industry, which he loves. Um, So that's awesome. Uh, I've got a little sister as well. And then... Mum and dad, mum was in real estate. Um, my dad's a trade. He was a mecha- mechanical engineer. Wow. Um, but yeah, grew up northern beaches in Sydney, um, played a lot of sport, did nippers, surf life saving, and then probably towards end of high school and just after, I was just in, right into skateboarding and Going to gigs, going to shows, and that was all hardcore punk and metal. Um, wow, and then, I would have picked that, Damien. <laughs> yeah, and then started my apprenticeship in, oh, actually, we'll jump into the work in a sec because, uh, yeah, a couple of years, I oh, was at 2015, met a girl from a small suburban town called Eaglevale. I had no idea where that was. Um, <laughs> I met my now wife, Kobe, in the city. And then a couple of years after that, uh, yeah, moved out to Campbelltown. So I went from the northeast to the southwest, <laughs> which is <laughs> probably about an yeah, hour and a half traveled with uh, maybe moderate traffic. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, I still go back to the beaches. Like, I've got friends and family there, obviously, and I was never, like, addicted to the beach or anything, and I had no issue moving. I can stand up on a surfboard. That's about it. I've still got <laughs> a few there just in the in the garage. But, um, really on
1: the water damien or in the garage yeah yeah
2: yeah. practicing the garage and try it out on the water if I'm yeah, yeah. um but yeah home for me is just wherever i get to hang out with kobe so um oh, yeah uh, for some people you know it can there's a stereotype that it can be like a bit of a secular insular area but um beautiful spot but yeah I'll, I'll just go wherever and there's um there's things to do you know all parts of sydney so this is where i've been for the past three and a bit years uh and then i guess yeah work-wise um i started my apprenticeship in 2010 and i was actually going to be a carpenter is what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. uh well, i thought i wanted to do because i did design technology and construction in high school Mm -hmm. and then i'm not sure if it was during my hsc maybe just after i finished but i was walking home from the bus stop one day and my next door neighbor um was an electrician, and he was like hey uh now you're finishing school. What are you thinking of doing? I'm looking for an apprentice if you want to give electrical a go. And I thought about it and thought, oh, yeah, okay. So I uh, worked with him for a bit. He did a lot of security, um, security cameras, um, access control, swipe cards, software, the whole deal in uh, kind of like city, North Sydney area. And then the electrical side did a lot of um, construction. So he had one, or oh, a couple probably, but one main builder, um, that he got a lot of his work from. And then, yeah, for a couple of years, that builder actually went bust. And so not too much work. And then found another boss. And then it was like a couple of months with him. And kind of the similar story of a lot of apprentices jump between a couple, depends if it was maybe not the right fit or maybe some work or not much work. Or one guy who I was a second year, I think, and he, was, he got me into a place his fourth year it's like, oh mate, you're not really feeling his boots. I thought, oh, okay, well, maybe should go fourth year. But <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> yeah. Uh and yeah, the where am I going here? Yeah. So,
1: so um, you've from, from a few different jobs. Yeah, um, a couple of
2: different buses. Yeah. And then the last the last company I was with, I was with them for about five years. Um, and that was during the time I moved from um Northern Beaches to Campbelltown. So yeah. I was doing all of their kind of city to eastern suburbs work. Um, so it's probably and or eastern suburbs that was like an hour to an hour and a half in the morning, depends how early I leave, and then up to maybe two hours on the way back. Oh. And I always thought one day I want to start my own business because like my dad worked for himself. I'd seen my other bosses like whether it was a small company or kind of a medium-sized company, and um, I like the idea of. Um. yeah just kind of running my own show and having maybe another guy or you know two, two vans kind of thing just a comfy little small business setup I kind of liked working in that environment I guess so I, I could see myself uh, running that environment mm. and because I had so much travel it was like well I could just listen to the radio like everyone else or um, I was getting really bored of that so it was <laughs> um, yeah podcasts uh, anything from finance to um you know well-being to business and that's where I think I thought is there any Australian trade podcast because I was kind of new to podcasts and then you I find there's obviously there's thousands of there but you know you kind of only hear of the real big ones yeah, and yeah. then um yeah I found trades in business and you guys have got obviously hundreds of episodes now and I thought oh this is really cool to kind of try and shape at least when I do be get on my own some things to think about and I was definitely over the travel and so (laughs) we came up with the name and the logo um maybe three years two or three years before I went on my own just because that was like the easy part (laughs) and then um yeah I set a date with the boss it was end of financial year um June 2020 and yeah that was it so we I tied up the kind of projects that I was uh running uh for him and yeah, the first, the very first job I got was five minutes up the road. <laughs> wow. And then the next one was, yeah, like within the area. And I didn't really have too any existing customers or anything. I think we primarily used um Facebook. Yeah. We found all these community groups and we saw how kind of um uh how great really the community-driven aspect is between a lot of people just you know, whether it's, I've heard someone mention it before, um, you know, it can be, you know, don't go this road because there's traffic or it can be, used, I anyone recommend a plumber electrician. And we started saying, hey, we're happy to have you here. And we were just really doing a lot of outreach. Mm-hmm. And then we were straight onto the Google reviews. And then people told people who told people. And yeah, we didn't really spend anything on advertising. Um So yeah, I feel really lucky. It kind of, I feel like I kind of smoothed into it. Um And yeah, just to... oh, sorry, oh, I'm, going, mean... I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I just force. want to jump in
1: before before we we get too much the Yeah. I, I just want to point out that you started your business yeah. in the middle of a pandemic.
2: I wrote it down. Yeah, too. that's the other thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah. I, I just wanted to make that point, mate, because most people. Well, there was a lot of people did the opposite, um, mm. and it's a tough time for a lot of businesses. And I feel a little bit of kinship here, although I'm a little older than you, Uh, but I started um, my last business just as the GFC hit in Australia, so that'll give listeners a bit more of an idea who don't know how old I am. I only need to look at your gray hair. (laughs) Well, they can't see me on the podcast, Nicole, so (laughs) shut up. Um, So I want to grab hold of that, Damien. How? Like, what was your headspace around? Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, we're in the middle of a pandemic. There's lockdowns and all this crazy stuff. Let's start a business. Like, w- what sparked that? Get it?
2: Hey, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here we go. Um, at that stage, I remember one of the the commercial sites I was working on in Surrey Hills. uh, that might have been just before I jumped, but um, I think at that stage it was it was still a bit unknown. Yeah, there was this pandemic. But people, at least in New South Wales, people wearing masks, if you're not well, stay home. That was, I think, at that stage, like the extent or maybe the 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 seriousness of the, you know, the mm. what i mean for? Yeah, the seriousness of for a portrait of it um that I saw are still um graphs that I could probably go into people's homes and wear a mask and and yep. do whatever. And I think I had I had already started, I'd, I'd had the idea in my head and I'd had that date set and I had the conversation with my boss and to start in a new financial year on our accounting system and have everything all clean and I just didn't want to pull away from that idea. So the timing, there was a pandemic but it wasn't like, it wasn't this my is the worst months. time to start a business yeah. because no one can do anything and no one can go anywhere and no one's allowed to leave their home. That that yeah. all came later, which sucks. <laughs> <Yeah. But>, uh- <laughs> we'll talk about that too. <laughs> oh, Yeah. But uh, yeah, so at that stage, it was, it was like there's this thing going around that people should be careful of, but uh, I was working full time um, in and out of different buildings and people's homes and different mm-hmm. construction sites. So um, yeah, for me at that stage, it seemed like uh, it was still possible. And yeah, I just wanted to give it a crack. So we, we just jumped.
0: Wow. Yeah. Damien, did your previous employer, well, maybe I'll reframe the question, were that open to the conversation about you starting your own business or did that trigger a lot of fear for them, which is pretty typical when an employee says, I'm going to go out on my own.
2: I had probably mentioned it to him. I'll give a shout out to my um, last boss, Dane, from i They're based in Warriwood. He of all the bosses um, and all of them have, have taught me a lot, but he really gave me a good chance to to run big jobs, to give me space, to make mistakes. And he's one of the friendliest, kindest people I know. So that um, made me think a lot about how I want to treat employers and customers. Mm. He's just no stress, nothing's too hard, gets along with everyone. I right. just wanted to touch on that. Um, but yeah, I'd probably mentioned it to him a, a year to a year and a half before yep. going out like it's something that we both knew I was always going to do it just wasn't when um and I, I almost felt silly sometimes talking about it because I talk about it and then nothing would happen for like three six months and I'm imagining him thinking this is this guy serious I'm not like, like it's easy to say <laughs> uh but and obviously there's a lot of security and just being told where to go and what to do and working and oh. full-time and, and having that wage but he knew it was always going to happen and he he had six other six other guys. Yep. Um, I think two or three of them were apprentices. So and, you know, with enough um notice, I felt on my part, um, yep. would be fair for him to mm-hmm. restructure, do whatever he needed, um, take on and not take on jobs or whatever it was his business on on that end um for when the day comes. So yeah, there was It was really mutual and he was super encouraging too. And if you need anything or you can always call me if you get stuck on a job or if you need a hand or he let me sub you to him Um, when I first started. There was this unit in Glee that was probably like three weeks away from being completed before I left and he let me complete that subbing to him work for myself. So, yeah, he's just been awesome like that. So, yeah, it was really mutual and I think the amount of notice I gave and the way Mm. our relationship was was – was it was fine yeah he sold me the ute and chuck in the ladders for free and wow. yeah he, yeah so it's <laughs> good to have a good boss, and it makes it makes a difference yeah yeah
0: it <laughs> yeah. does i i we're big believers of abundance here at tradies and business we there is enough work for everyone to go around and we all have our own specialties and niches and areas we service and there, there are ways in which we can stand out not cut each other's grass mm. um And it's great to hear that there are some previous employers that are happy to embrace that and understand there are opportunities for us all here. We don't actually have to be so protective, I think, which is a big trap in the trades. We tend to get really protective around our own patch or our customer base or the style of work we do. And yet there's Mm. opportunity for us all. Um, Damien, I'm really keen, you mentioned Kobe, you guys have clearly super connected, which I love. does Kobe work in the business with you as well? Was she always a big supporter of you jumping out on your own and giving it a crack?
2: Yeah, oh, definitely a big supporter. Yeah, I mean, she currently works full time, like for an employer. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, she'll jump in and reconcile some things on zero, or um, like I do all the social media, but she'll copy that to the blog post on the website. She built nice. the website. it's on the website. She even came up with a name. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was trying to. So my last name is taken because one of my cousins is an electrician anything (laughs) to do with uh 240 230 voltage phase that was all taken (laughs) and um yeah Kirby just said oh what about shift and i said what does that mean she goes well nothing but it's it's easy to remember and it's really short and then i just thought of putting the i as a lightning bolt and i had the logo in my head straight away and i thought i set it out a few times and i pretended to answer the phone uh you know using the name and i thought (laughs) yeah it's easy so um, that we, that's how we just stuck with that. And that, that was all Kobe. So That's
1: yeah. great. I love it. <laughs> Good stuff, yeah. And great uh, testament to the fact that what's in a name? Exactly. You know, mm. What does shift mean? Nothing. But it's short and easy to remember. That's mm. that's nailed it. I know we did an yeah. episode about that a while back. So well done. Mm. Yeah, I
2: thought, oh, if I do a 1300 number or even if I do a number plate or like whatever it is, it's 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 easy. So it's funny that it, it, it means nothing, but um, I think everyone remembers it really easy.
0: Mm. It's good, man. I love that you thought about all those options too, Damien. You, you, you. There's not many people, I think, that really get better down into thinking about, okay, what if this expands to one or what if I've got mm. a fleet of vehicles on the road? What's that going to look like? So, they're pretty big thoughts. And sure, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say, I'm sure the podcast helped with some of that thinking. But you must be that inquisitive type of big thinker, anyway.
2: Uh, yeah, probably, probably for things I set my mind to um i'm trying to think examples outside of that where i might have been so obsessed probably the, the the nerves and the scale of i'm going to start my own business i'm going to run my own business like it would just be me out there representing myself and hoping that it all works like mm. that probably that fear in a way maybe um yeah. probably made me go i want to make sure i'm prepared as i can be within my own capabilities and with the information i choose to seek out there yeah. um and i guess having the idea in my head while i was working for someone for a year year and a half um i was it was funny because i had it in my head i'm driving to work every day i'm noticing other Mm. trucks and vans and i'm thinking about what kind of logo do i want what kind of uniform do i want what kind of like what would i look like maybe to either stand out or to um just be be kind of neat and yeah i guess i think the the lead into it is what gave me the free thinking space to think about everything. I think knowing that it was coming up, knowing that I'd set the date with the boss.
0: Mm,
1: totally. Bit of a deadline, nothing like a deadline to oh, yeah. uh, yeah, a force, yeah. force a bit of uh, critical thinking. Yep. So Damien, it's still, uh, you know, the, the, the paint's still not fully dry on the business, obviously. Uh, you started at mid 2020. Is there anything at this stage of the journey that you feel like, oh, man, I wish I'd paid more attention to that. Or I wish we'd done something about this. Like, has there been anything already that you've had as business lessons?
2: The only thing I'm going to, uh, bite myself on the foot here by saying, oh, listen, you guys for so long. And, and you guys, <laughs> they've up that there's a lot that I could be doing that would streamline a lot of things and make the after hour stuff a lot easier. So probably the first thing, uh, well, yeah, the main thing that uh, I probably wish we did sooner is systemization, mm, having systems. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we have winged a lot of it, just, you know, doing our best with the information we choose to seek. Uh, but, you know, I and, and it's going all right. Um, things are obviously doing pretty good for us with our local reputation and everything. But, um, yeah, you know, the after-hours stuff or what people don't see, that could be done a bit easier with things that um yeah i could have and still can obviously <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. implement that that's probably the only thing yeah, everything else has been I've, I've been excited by even the fails like and the learnings um you know i found myself in the deep end with a lot of jobs and and pulled it off and whether i've like even even if i've just broken even or maybe i've just gone under the experience for next time and for mm-hmm. that customer and that relationship it was worth it to me so mm-hmm. um yeah, it's probably the the main thing.
1: But, yeah, we're still young, obviously, in the, in the business. But, yeah. You've got plenty of time, mate. Yeah. And, we, Damien... and we'll obviously – sorry, Nick. We'll obviously record some more episodes on systems.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a couple more. <laughs> Things you didn't need – that you didn't know you needed to know. Yeah. um, yeah. Damien, what's been the hardest thing about setting up a business and running a business?
2: Lockdowns. <laughs> <laughs> ding Yeah. That's, uh, um, yeah, well, I'll, actually, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to backtrack there because the way I handled the lockdowns in New South Wales and with Campbelltown being a local government area of concern, mm. um, emotionally was poor and I let it get to me and I thought too much about, oh, people and pol- the politics of it and like i'm listening to other people going this is a great time to work on your business and to do this and that and my headspace and the way i handled it was bad that i didn't have the motivation i just kind of was blaming other things and thinking oh when's this going to be over i want to just work and it made me realize how much i would made the business my whole identity like this new thing for me and in the new area and and, and what we've kind of built and the whole excitement of it all to what I thought was like be taken away from me, um, yeah, it really got me down. I didn't use that to kind of go, let's just separate that it either will or won't be over soon, or whatever. People are obviously doing it worse, like, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's kind of what I'm reflecting on now. But, um, yeah, I, it, it, I can say, oh, that really sucked, but, uh, the not working side, but yeah, I think, uh, it's also could have been a bit different um, in how I chose to (laughs) to react to that. Uh, But outside of that, maybe if I'm not going to kind of jump on something easy, um, (laughs) the hardest thing about business, well, probably the loneliness. Um, I work by myself mainly every day. And depending on where your head's at and maybe uh, how much you've slept and maybe your um, stresses of the jobs you've taken on, how much you, I guess, choose to vent out to someone. If you've got someone to talk to at home, Mm. Um, I can really be wrapped up in my, in my head a lot during the day. If I don't have, um, you know, maybe music or podcast to distract me. Um, Obviously I'm, I'm, I'm quite a positive, uh, inclined people person, um, but you know, not every day is a good day. And yeah, I'm, I'm just giving it a crap with, Mm. with what I know and, it's um it can be nerve-wracking and you can you can feel alone and yeah it's um it's an interesting experience uh just doing the best you can and seeing reviews and feedback and stuff but still kind of it's just me on me most of the time i think like Mm -hmm. trying to ask myself if uh you know if if um if I'm a good electrician, even sometimes it's funny, like how those thoughts can come in, but mm. I would say that's probably the the hardest thing. Yeah, mm. um, the, the loneliness sometimes. Yeah.
0: It's a hard journey business, I think, and it is lonely. It's it's one of the things that, um uh look, my husband is a builder with his, he had such a big family that were also involved in the trades in the same trade, they're all builders. Uh, There was a lot of communication, maybe not as much as there should have been, but there was a fair bit of communication, so he didn't feel quite so lonely. And I guess maybe organizing all those other trades took away from the loneliness, but me coming into that business, totally different. I really struggled, much like you're explaining with, I didn't know what I didn't know, I didn't know where to find it, I didn't know who I could call on for support other than him, and he was generally too busy to, to tell me much or point me in the right direction. It is a really lonely journey and it can be hard to find the right group of people to rely on for some support as well. Um, A big reason why we do what we do here is because of that, we like that support. We want as many tradies as possible, particularly as business owners to understand there is a supportive community out there um, because we do, as I said earlier, we do tend to become quite insular and protective of our own businesses and don't think to look outside um, to how we can give somebody else a bit of a, a pat on the back or a step up or a bit of encouragement, or you know what, uh, what you've done just now in sharing that you found it challenging during lockdown and like everybody else, I might add, you're certainly not alone, but also challenging in that it is lonely means that everybody else that's listening can actually relate to your story and understand and feel reassured that they're not alone either. And I think we need more of that in what we do day to day
2: yeah I'm not afraid to jump on here and go oh yeah we won a business award but we're kind of winging it and I get lonely sometimes and it's confusing and it's scary and hopefully Mm. someone out there's going oh yeah same here like um Mm.
1: yeah um, and it doesn't mean I I, I want to grab hold of that point as well Damien you're (laughs) a normal trade business owner you're in a startup phase and you've won a business award you've got challenges and everything I think a lot of a lot of business owners um, discount the wins they are having. They discount and and play down where they are doing well. And it's not just about business awards, and we will obviously talk about that. Uh, but it's I th- think it's about celebrating within ourselves mm. what we are achieving. And it's it's too easy and too common, unfortunately to just write off anything we've done. It's like, Oh, but that doesn't matter. It's only small. Hmm. We just want a big job. So yeah, but we've also got a debt to pay on this or the last three jobs didn't go well. So that good one, well, that's negated by these bad ones. And we're just constantly (laughs) downplaying our successes and our wins. And we get so good at that, that that's all we then create is a lack of success and a lack of wins, Mm. uh, you know, Nick and I were laughing this morning at my mountain bike race (laughs) results from my first cross country race because I got lapped by someone like 20 years older than me. (laughs) And you know, the only three people behind me, two of them were DNFs. So like I could look at that and go, well, that was a waste of time. I'm never going to do that again because it was, it was a terrible result. But I'm stoked because You
2: completed the race.
1: Yeah. And I, I got three laps in. I don't know if that's good, but I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, mm. So I'm stoked. I turned up. I didn't crash. Like there's so much to be stoked about. And yet, particularly in business, I think we really suck at doing that. We suck at seeing all the little good things. Is that, so Nick talked about you and Kobe and um, it sounds like she dobbed you in for the business awards. Is that right? yeah 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 right.
2: (laughs) like it's so funny i'm like oh it's an awesome thing to do yeah we should do it and and i just let it slip by and then she's like oh i entered and we've got to fill out this form i'm like oh my god thank you that you did that like because i don't care if we even get in or not i've i wanted to to jump on it when it comes down i totally just forgot about it (laughs) (laughs)
1: awesome so is is which one of you is better at doing that you know celebrating the wins and not focusing on the negatives
2: oh kobe hands down she yeah i almost want to get like emotional she, she is amazing like um like i said done. i, I mean, can really okay, <laughs> like,
1: with a mustache like that you're allowed to do it yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> i am um, yeah it can be really confusing and i think just being by yourself um you got to be strong to navigate the thoughts that can come in and and the nervousness about um you know nothing's on the calendar unless i put it there and 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 get jobs and and do the right the right thing and and hopefully get more jobs so um yeah i it's and i think sometimes i think there's a funny combination almost of um self-confidence like inferiority complex and Mm um uh imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. all in one and uh kobe yeah she's just so supportive like she organized um these um custom graphics like cupcakes for when we when the business turned 1 and uh <laughs> yeah like similar to the business awards uh bought a bottle of champagne when we got our biggest quote approved um she gets really excited for me but because I guess I'm not excited for myself and I've always found it hard to maybe be proud mm-hmm. um I just yeah it's nothing I'm just I'm just doing it, and I'm winging it, and I'm trying. And what's next? And okay, that's done. And what's next? But yeah, it's it's a funny thing. Comparing a lot of comparing, I think, um, to maybe other more established companies and and was saying, yeah, but they've been around for like eight years, and there's this, and there's that, and you can do that. And it's hmm. uh, it's it's yeah. I don't know why I might spiral like that sometimes, and I don't imagine it's uncommon. But um, Kobe is oh, just anything I would want in a life outside of the business. Just super supportive and and celebrates me and celebrates us and she's definitely the the one that reminds us like this is cool this is a win this is awesome and so i think she yeah she brings me back every now and then um yeah she is definitely the one uh, out of us too that
1: <laughs> carries that well well make sure you grab those little <laughs> sound bites and accidentally have them on repeat in the car next time she gets in the car, Damien. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she hears beautiful. you gushing over your missus, mate. That's awesome.
0: It is nice and I think that um, too often there's not enough credit given to those incidental roles and the I say that wives. with their quotes. Yeah, I don't think there's enough credit <laughs> given to the tradie wives and to others that make up those roles in businesses because it's it's you can't go out and do what you do without that stabilizer for you mm. and your business. Um, it's no different than an earthwire, really. She is your earthwire. She's keeping you. Oh, I, I look, I'm really out. proud of myself now. Come Thank you, grounded. This is yes. turning into a competition. She's keeping you really grounded and reminding you of your small successes because we do forget mm. them. We do look over them. We do compare to everybody else's highlight reel. I'd love to see what some of those businesses actually look like under the hood. Um, and so I think it's great that you 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 proudly celebrate that. I think it's absolutely beautiful. And please make sure you play that to her time and time again. And I think <laughs> every business owner needs a Kobe. Um, Because sadly, we often move to that other side of business where we've become so busy we've forgotten how to communicate and Mm. we're not connecting the way we perhaps did right at the very beginning of business because stress has become too much because we haven't focused on systems and structure like you were talking about earlier. So I wonder where um, Kobe fits, you know, in some of those areas where you feel that you need a bit of a boost and she gives you a boost is she helping you look for those systems and things that you can put in place to ensure that you don't end up in that spot like so many other relationships do around business ownership?
2: End up in the spot as in maybe like um, without stress. the systems in place. Yeah, there'll yeah. be so much stress. Uh, the, the things I do at the moment, I guess they they work and some days are bad and most days are good. So it's funny, we'll, and, and I guess there's kind of, we've looked at a few things to kind of implement but one we get scared of there's definitely fear there's like oh but the cost of that and if we don't know how to use it for a little while and when does that kind of pay itself off or um oh we'll have to change everything we're doing and start using this which i mean if it doesn't happen one day it'll never happen but um there's probably that and uh yeah it's kind of to systemize things and, and maybe get a few different programs and have them all talk to each other and, and run the thing that way from what we've been doing so far, I guess is probably just a, a scary change, I mm, guess. Totally. Um, that's probably all it is because I know that if I stepped outside and stepped back in and somebody said, here's how you do everything this way, and this is what we have built for you. And, and it's all ready to go. I'd be like, Oh, this is awesome. But yeah. it's just implementing that ourselves and, and finding the right, uh, working out the right, um products and systems that would work for us mm. um and and just going ahead just jumping to yeah, it just gotta it would just be diving in i think it's probably it's just it's just a fear i think yeah mm.
0: i think the partners have a fantastic insight to what it's like to be your customer base i think when you're a trader, you've always been a trader. you grew up in a trader family, it can be really hard to understand what your customers are seeing and what they're experiencing. And I feel like that's the superpower of the partners within the businesses, Mm. that they can identify some of those areas that maybe you haven't thought about, or again, we don't know what we don't know. So whilst we might see the highlight reels, we don't actually see the 10 steps there doing behind the scenes to get the reviews in place or to ensure the clients are happy at the end of the sale. So I feel like that's a a real area of opportunity for most trade business owners is to invite their partners to at least collaborate with them on the ideas of what could be implemented if they can't actually work within the business full time, which is a very common, unfortunately. All right. Business awards. I love business awards. Warwick and I have both been fortunate enough to participate in quite a few business awards. And we a few not...
1: from memory. Yes, we <laughs> yes, have. Thank, yeah, you no
0: you thank you. Thank
1: you. Coxie was trying to be humble, I think. I
0: yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> I was around it. it. They're not easy to do, Damien. There's actually quite a bit of work in most business awards. Um, talking about your business, providing figures in some cases, depending on the awards. But there is quite a bit of work. Can you knowing that you're talking on behalf of Kobe here because she did all of that for you.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I, I will give myself some credit too. She, <laughs> so she nominated us, but we filled out the questionnaire together Excellent. and everything. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And we well, actually oh set up a camera on a tripod in the backyard and took the photo, but they didn't end up using it. So anyway, that's oh, another better! thing. They but they, anyway, um but I was I was I listened back to a earlier episode um think it was a plumber who won one and he said there was i don't know what award he went for but he said he spent 80 hours applying for it and i was it didn't take us that long uh probably across probably across like a couple of nights maybe oh eight eight nine hours maybe um only because yeah, okay. we would save and revisit and reword and save and yeah, we yeah. probably just like every every subject field was an essay. we wanted to just pack all the info in there we wanted to obviously have a chance we um yeah, entered to to, to hear for crack. So we wanted to be really impressionable and, and give what we could in every answer. And um, yeah, it was not too hard. I would, I would encourage anyone to do it, especially if, you, mm. if it's something you really want to do. And I mean, just having that winner logo that I can put, um, you know, in our marketing and anything digital on the website or whatever. And, you know, the sticker on the ute or whatever is just like such a awesome marketing tool, not just finalist. Um, mm. So yeah the, the the process for us wasn't too hard oh the only hard thing maybe was to actually analyze the business from the outside um be mm-hmm. the one answering questions from someone else about our business uh so it was kind of interesting it was a good little um exercise uh yeah the, for at least w- we actually uh changed from i think ser- trade service i think to new business because we did trade oh. service, and we thought, oh, we're only like a year old at that stage, when we were applying, and we thought there's probably like a hundred trade services categories entered. So Strategic we went for um, maneuver, man. I like it. So we went for new <laughs> business, yeah.
1: So what's uh, yeah, you know, obviously there's a whole bunch of criteria to address, um, and that's that's pretty typical across all business awards, um, and they've all got their own way of of finding out which is the best business in air quotes. Why do you think you guys won the the best new business, Damien? What was it about you guys? Or about your submission, maybe?
2: I think, yeah, we put a lot of
1: effort into
2: giving as much detail as we could with the submission. Um, There wasn't um, questions for figures or anything like that, but there was, you know, how do you serve the community? What kind of part do you play in the community? I think there was even questions about the environment and recycling and um, I think, yeah, our involvement with the community, I guess, like satisfying some of the criteria, I guess, they were asking and then probably the effort we put into um, the submission might have helped us along. But when we were there on the night, um, they announced that it's the submission, but they also take a look at your website uh, and your social media. So I like to think that, that really gave us a boost. Um, yeah, we can go on to the night in a sec, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well done, Kobe. Surely the moustache had to give you a bit of a heads up. That's very <laughs> impressive. We didn't catch the beginning of the show when we were talking off off hair. It's a very impressive moustache. Surely that had to give you a foot up.
2: Well, well it didn't exist when we uh, when we applied and, and in Seriously? the photos that they used. <laughs> yeah. And my hair was shorter and everything, so... So well, you're you look respectable compared the man to the the, the yeah, skateboard yeah. uh <laughs> that you are yeah. yeah, I've gone I've gone back to my roots, yeah. <laughs> well you
0: can now, you're a business award winner. So you've got yeah, all the credibility you need. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's yeah, that's just, just, I'm, sorry. Sorry, you go. Um and something I wanted to ask about is is so you talked about the marketing aspect and using the winner logo and all that stuff, which we obviously promote as well to people who are thinking about entering awards. What about your own headspace? We've talked a little bit about that whole imposter syndrome and um, n- you know not celebrating wins. I guess mm. has leading question <laughs> has uh, winning the award had any impact on any of that for you guys?
2: Yeah, it, it was it was so crazy. The um, when we were getting ready to go out for the night, we because it, it was it's twenty twenty one. it was going the event was going to be in. August last year, I think, Mm. and then delay, 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 delay. And then it's here. And it was on a Tuesday night. And I think it was on the weekend. We went, Oh, the business awards on Tuesday. So it caught me completely off guard. And then I'm in the shower thinking, Oh, I've got this big formal event. I don't know what to expect. I've never been to one. I kind of, and then I've got my (laughs) own opinions on maybe the business, if it's a good or bad day or whatever. And then I I said, uh, I joked to Kobe, I said, I'm so nervous. I don't want to go. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like I was like what if we win and then in my and then I said in my head I said oh, we won't win so I didn't write down I said try I write speech I didn't write down speech or anything I just kind of thought it's cool to show face and, and be recognized that we're a new business in the community that was kind of as far as my my thought process went and then on the night they're going through um, the different categories and they're getting to uh, outstanding new business which was towards the end so that was great for my nerves and they said <laughs> I think it was at the top of the show they said that yeah, it's the submission, but it's also the website and social media. And then I thought, oh, I wonder if we do have a chance. And then they're reading out all the names and I counted, and there was 15 other businesses up there at your business at your Business. And I like to think that our social media game is pretty good. And I'm pretty happy with how Kobe's done the website. And um, you know, we've got our reviews and all that. And I thought, and I remember the effort we put into the, uh, submission or uh, the application. And as they're saying the winner is, I thought, I think we could have a chance. And then they said shift electrical services and I, I just, I couldn't believe it. So, um, <laughs> I forgot <what> your question <laughs> now. It was
1: because I was really, hey, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was well, just, uh, how has it impacted oh, sorry, yes, the of way course. you feel about yourself as an electrician or as a business, etc.
2: Yeah, that, um.
1: And like,
2: I've, yeah, no disrespect to Kobe, but it's just, it's anyone external to myself that would tell me something about the business mm. that's mm-hmm. friends or whatever. Yep. For some reason internally, I discounted it. It's, mm. it's not what I feel. So yeah. it's, um they're just being supportive or they're my partner or my family, or my friends. So they're always going to say that. But yep. uh yeah, sorry. Yeah. I've really lived the whole moment without getting to the point. That was the craziest point of of the night is that the local business awards that have been around for how many years that analysed business and 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 i guess looked at our business um the fine tooth comb they decided that we were the outstanding new business in an area that i'm not from originally so uh i just couldn't want the smile on my face all night yeah. and I, took, I found it very hard to sleep but from there on i'm just like we're outstanding new business like i am good i am yes. a good electrician we are a good business and it has ramped my motivation like i've had um some quotes i've had sitting there i've had some people I haven't got back, and i just got back to all of them like in one day i just <laughs> it just yeah revamped this Super whole charged. energy yeah um mm-hmm. it kind of sucks that like i said it's no discredits everyone else but um i guess it's someone or an organization that i don't know yes gave us that made me go yeah. wow that no, like I can, external I can be proud. Is, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yep. And and not to speak against you, Damien, it's it's a shame that for many of us it takes that level of external validation for us to believe that we're actually good enough.
2: Oh, yeah, I wish <laughs> I, think, I think at that point. It's probably, yeah, a conversation for um another uh skilled uh profession for me to have some to maybe, but uh, <laughs> we do have a couch. There, yeah you yeah can me down on, mate, If you yeah, I might use it to sort some of that stuff out <laughs> <laughs> but it is a shame yeah and I know that it can be a men thing or it can just be like a working by yourself thing or just going out on your own thing it's whatever it is um, yeah it can definitely all can all come to a head some days but yeah it does suck um, but I kind of maybe was never like the most overconfident proud person anyway I'm just kind of mm you know, trying my best, giving it a go and hoping that, you know, people respond and that's kind of just um, how I am, I guess. But um, yeah, it's a shame that it took that, but mm. it happened. So I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. and And well done on actually... Allowing that yes. to be a positive instead of also writing off the business awards and going, wow, of the 15 people, <laughs> you know, 12 of them, nah, they weren't great. One was a balloon shop and one was something else, you know, like, because we can always oh, find God. ways to rationalize everything. Yeah, you that's a, a, balloon thing shop, <laughs> <laughs> a balloon shop.
0: Please don't email. Yeah, because
1: a balloon shop's going to listen to the Tradies in Business podcast. Oh, you
0: just never, yeah. don't email. <laughs>
1: up to <laughs> SEOs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, yeah. I think that's the limit for me. If I like when I just looked at that whole um process, uh, yeah, I, I can't not I can't not see all that and be proud of us, the both of us yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice, one. Oh, you should be. Yeah, yeah. We'll tell you that you should be proud of yourself, Damien. There you go. Oh, thank to, you. Two there old you people go. on the podcast said you <laughs> should be proud external. of yourself. <laughs> Great business experts. <laughs> <laughs> we believe so. So, Damien, what's the future look like um, for you and Kobe and for Shift Electrical?
2: Well, it's probably a, another conversation between you two, but I think it's time. I, we're at this walk in the road where up next for us is probably trying to start a family. And if that happens within a week or within six months or something, I want to be at the stage where we can build to employ someone, mm. change to a company, and give myself flexibility while having someone that can work on my behalf if I can't be there every day. Mm -hmm. Um, That I think is the next step for us. Implementing that, um, there's a lot of fear and unknown and I need guidance and it's, yeah, past couple of weeks I've really been thinking like uh, the way I've been doing, we've been doing everything, I can't see it happening for even the next month like i'm really keen to jump into the next Mm. structure and try and change some things around um if i'm too scared it just won't happen and if it's Mm. too late then i'll yeah i'll just be a solo self-trader who can't make as much money when you know kobe's not working so Mm. um yeah, I'll probably chat to you off separately, mate. But yeah,
1: <laughs> well, we'll, just, a... we'll have a chat off air about a super special deal for you, mate, and of the yeah, yeah, other can... listeners. Oh, that'll be <laughs> awesome! We're all going to reach out now. But <laughs> yeah, that, that's the future
2: because uh, yeah, not everything's a yeah, nice. uh, well. Yeah, not everything's a two man job, obviously. And it's funny with subcontractors that I've used; it's been um, a couple of mates and then a couple of people I've met or I've like sourced from the wholesaler who. Uh, young businesses like me and then they get so busy that they're not available so I can't just use subbies all the time um but it's also a funny stage where not every day is like you know four weeks ahead Mm. two-man jobs Mm. so it's a it's a funny stage where if I had some full-time now as it is there might be some days where they're not doing much like Mm. Mm. but um yeah, all the subbies that I was using and now like they're growing and they're getting, they're getting busy. And so it's a funny fork in the road that, um, it is that fork in the road that I'm, I'm keen to, to, to explore.
1: Well, I love that you've given it thought, um, at I your age like- and your stage of business. Uh, I think, I think that shows a level of business maturity that, um, I would wish for anybody who's in a business at any stage, obviously, but just to be thinking that far ahead and going, okay, well, if I'm going to do this with my personal goals, I need to do this with the business uh, and and actually planning ahead for that. So, and I've managed to cut Nicole off three times. in <laughs> That's
0: okay. We've done it really well today. I was just going to say, I'm not a fan of the fact that you used the fork on the road joke about oh, four times. I was going to let it go, reference. Coxie in this <laughs> podcast, it is the worst joke in the world. Sorry, Damien, I really, I think you're a fantastic <laughs> business owner, but the fork in the road, that's Warwick's classic joke. It's I hate it. one of my
1: favorite punchlines.
0: At the risk <laughs> of dragging this out just a little bit longer, you have yeah. referenced something that I think is probably the most important thing we haven't actually spoken about it, it's fear. Yep. And fear as a business owner is incredibly polarizing and prevents you from moving through the journey that you need to, to have the business that supports your lifestyle. Clearly you face fear a few times throughout this process, even just turning up to the awards night and you'd had to push through quite a bit of internal fear to get there. I'd love to understand what your process is for pushing through that fear.
2: It's funny. I, I think as, as fearful as I can be of some things, I won't let myself take control. Like I just have to jump in. Um, I don't know if it's like a, a pride thing or a man thing or whatever, but even some 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 big jobs or if uh, you know there's an unhappy customer, you know, there's probably never been one. But I'm uh, <laughs> just like whatever it is, I've just got to deal with it. I just have to tackle it head on because if I don't, um, I don't know if I can deal with the fact that it just eats me up. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I I just I just jump in, kind of like with the with mm. the business. I like uh, that. It's,
1: it's almost. It's like, it's I have like to, you're choosing. Like I have to. Yeah, you're choosing. Your hard is something that Nick talks about, and because if you don't face it, that's going to turn into an issue. Mm. Uh, and if you do, mm. obviously that's uncomfortable. But the facing it and tackling the fear is is long term lesser of an issue. than oh, yeah, just let it fester, right?
2: Once it's done, it's over. Instead mm-hmm. of yeah, it's delay, real. delay, delay. Yeah,
1: love it, love it, mate. Well, Damien, congratulations to you and Kobe. Um, if she does get to listen to this episode, well done on uh, on the entry, Kobe, and and I guess you know leading from um, mm. the the side stalls, I guess you know out of shot. Um, and it's it's the story for so many of our tradie wives. They are the leaders within the trade businesses, um, and I don't mean that in the way of you know elevating anybody above anybody else <clears throat> someone's got a lead and and I think uh, it's a fantastic dynamic. You guys sound like you've got that in spades so um big things in your futures i'm sure mm. um thanks for hitting us on socials mate
2: uh oh yeah i had to give you guys some credit it's yeah. so. <laughs> really cool well, thank
1: you and uh thanks for coming on the podcast too you've been very generous yeah. with your time this afternoon um we know you you're you know you're obviously a busy bloke as a tradie so um you've been very gracious with your time damon we really appreciate you sharing your story with our listeners mate thank you
2: yeah no worries at all um yeah happy to happy to come on and help and yeah, I just want to say on the on the the tradey wives or if, or whatever partner, if, if anyone's likely to have a partner, um yeah, it's not just support, even if they do or don't contribute something to the business. It's really important to talk to them, to even vent mm-hmm. to them. I'll come home and talk about the job and Kobe's like, I've no idea what you're saying, but the fact that I vented the technicality of something or something didn't go right or something and she listens uh and and does or doesn't have to respond. Um it's really important. So I think, yeah, open communication with your partner is really important. And for anyone like me who's listening who hasn't started a business yet or is thinking about it or someone who is in business, I totally just jumped in, gave it a crack, totally winging it. Um, and I considered myself, you know, not the brightest spark probably when I was younger. So uh, all I do is, is try really hard to, be friendly and polite it usually gets me in the door and and the technicality you know comes after you can choose what kind of work you do whether Mm -hmm. it's whatever field and how difficult or easy but um yeah I think what really wins us over is um just being really clean really polite and you know getting along with people I joke around like I put stories up and there might be you know kind of meme kind of language or there's photos of you know the the nice work we do or there's someone's pets or there's cats or there's my cats or just random stuff it's also important to um, be professional be relatable and friendly mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. I found uh, I'm a people person and what I love about working in service instead of um, the construction that I used to is meeting new people every day mm-hmm. and yeah just be polite and clean I'd speak to I'm not around here but I speak to some customers and they say oh it's so profession to have someone that turn and you guys speak about all the time that turns up on time and is and is he's clean and i and i'm like oh what was your last experience and they tell me i'm like what kind of people are out there like for me it's, <laughs> it's, so, it's so easy for me to leave someone's house cleaner than i found yeah. it and be really good with communication on the way and treat them like they were a friend or i was working for my mom or whatever um yeah break the stereotype is what I'm trying to do, but uh mm. yeah, I'll 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 get out of here. But yeah, thank you a lot for, <laughs> for, for having me and, and for it. celebrating me and uh and, and, and us, sorry, Shift Electrical. And um yeah, I'll I'll stay tuned for this episode and more. It's awesome, been an mate.
0: absolute pleasure, Damien. What yeah. a cracking story. Thank you for sharing so abundantly. It's been wonderful.
1: Thanks. No worries at all.
0: You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business, and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.